Hello and welcome back to Food Freedom Simplified. This is your podcast where you are going to find out everything and anything about how to create freedom with food and love yourself from the inside out. So I'm your coach, Michelle. I am your coach, Charlotte. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the fact that there are 90 days until Christmas. Oh my God, I cannot (laughs) believe it. And we're going to talk about why now is such a good time for you to start thinking about some healthy habits, how you can get those ingrained now, and also why and how you should not just rely on willpower. Willpower is not as strong as you think it is. So without any further ado, let's get started. Okay, so let's be honest. I think in the run up to Christmas, I don't, this is just me. In the run up to Christmas, I am stupidly busy. It is my birthday. It is my mum's birthday. We've got friends and family's birthdays, let alone actual Christmas. Um, and then we've got friends with little ones whose birthdays are Christmas Eve and Boxing Day and actual Christmas Day. Like it is just a absolutely mental time of year. So I use now as a huge downtime. We're on our come down from summer, and now is when. I personally throw myself back into fitness. I throw myself back into routine. I start meal prepping again. And let's be honest, over summer we meal prep. Of course we do because it's part of our habits, but nowhere near as much as we do outside of that window. Um, how about you? Do you do you carry on all the way through the year? Do you have peaks and troughs? Yeah, I think for me, it's it tends to be busy because of like work stuff that's going on. And I think this year as well, I think, a lot more people are going to be going out for work Christmas dues because even last year, some of them still got cancelled. Like I know a lot of people within the company I work for, like a lot of theirs got cancelled because the dreaded pandemic was like rearing its ugly head again. Um, So fingers crossed that won't happen again. But I think a lot more people will be going out for their Christmas meals and stuff this year and have a lot more events on. And I know that for me, like I love all of the Christmas drinks that come out of Costa and all of that sort of stuff. <laughs> and they can be so calorific, it's unreal. Um, so that for me, and I know for like clients that I work with as well, that tends to be a tricky time because you almost, you don't want to miss out. But then like Michelle said, we can't always rely on willpower and there's only so much willpower you have. So I think-, I think this is why it's really important not only to get the good habits ingrained but also to understand what your priorities are going into that season because if you want to have I'm not I don't really like your pumpkin spice lattes and your Christmas lattes and your whatever hot chocolates I'm not a fan <laughs> I'm like routine I like the same thing all year round but I tell you what a mulled wine is fully up there and it is a round of full of sugar and an eggnog round full of sugar I've never had an eggnog what I know no but it just it sounds like an egg custard would taste and I can't stand it well just saying egg protein is completely the opposite (laughs) it's full of alcohol (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna put a poll actually because I did the poll with the ironing and it was quite funny so I'm gonna put a poll with this are you an eggnog fan or are you not let us know down below if you're listening on Spotify I I don't know I would compare eggnog to maybe Bailey's because if people, people either are going to like eggnog or Bailey's oh I like Bailey's I like Bailey's but I also like eggnog um anyway, I think so eggnog's it's... also quite I don't know it's quite American someone's going to tell me it's British but I feel like I think it is American, American. it sounds mm. American um anyway <laughs> so, 
so I think you need to have your priorities in place. And this is where we can talk about willpower in a second, but this is where knowing what your body needs, knowing your portion size, knowing how much fuel you need to give your body and in what forms. So how much protein, carbs, fats, which we've spoken about before, and without really thinking about it in depth day to day. So, you know, okay, I'm going out at the weekend or I've got a Christmas market to go to on Thursday, let's say random days. Cause in Christmas, like you could go out on a Tuesday night, you can go out on a Thursday night. You could probably also go out on a Saturday night. Depends how popular you are and how much you actually want to go out. So <laughs> if you're going to be going out multiple times, just think, right, okay, when I go out on Tuesday, I'm not going to have the pumpkin spice latte or I'm not going to have the eggnog because I know when I go out on Saturday, I want to have three of them. So you can't have everything and you have to go into this season knowing that you cannot have everything if you want to achieve those results. And if you want to have a really healthy relationship with food and if you want to keep yourself thriving, if you're going to sit down of an evening and curl up on the sofa because it's dark and it's raining outside and you're going to ram an Aero Mint chocolate bar in your face <laughs> and then feel like shit the next day when you wake up, have a sugar hangover or whatever you're going to have. You cannot expect to then thrive that next day. You cannot expect to have mountains of energy and achieve everything that you wanted to achieve because you're just not going to. Yeah. And I think as well, and this comes from experience and taken me a long time to to get to this point but I because I would restrict so much when all of the Christmas stuff was out because I'm like a kid at Christmas I absolutely love it um and now I'm an adult I just love it for the time of work there we go um (laughs) and I I do love Christmas and when everything would come out because I do have a sweet tooth oh I need to try everything oh and it's things like mince pies right I don't actually like mince pies that much but I'll eat it because it's there and I think it's having that awareness of I can have what I want to have, but that doesn't mean I have to have everything just because it's out there. And I think I'm going off on a bit of a tangent into kind of unconditional permission to eat, but people go, oh, I can't give myself unconditional permission to eat because if I do that, I'm going to eat everything. And you can use that sort of technique at Christmas time because it's not giving yourself permission to eat everything. It's giving yourself permission to eat anything. Mm -hmm. And you can then choose what you want to have rather than having it because you feel like you have to have it does that make sense yeah completely um taking my personal situation here I know if there are a box of heroes or a tub of heroes in the house I will just keep going to them and I will keep eating them so if you know that you have the mindset like that don't buy them and if someone else buys them for you take them into the office because you're then helping other people to find the joy in chocolate and, <laughs> and taking it out of your own home because you know that you can't control yourself in those situations. So take it out of the situation. Maybe take three or four out, keep them, and then give it to somebody else. Or if you know that you're not going to scream at your husband at five o'clock in the afternoon, tell him to hide them somewhere. If you want to do that, if that's your choice and that's how you want to manage the situation. and then. Every day he can give you three or four, however many you choose. And then that can be your afternoon snack or your evening snack. But I know a lot of people will disagree with me with that. However, it that did work for me for a certain period of time. I would now tell my husband to hide it. And then I would probably scream and shout at him until he tells me where he's hidden. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked, it worked for the first few years of our marriage. 
does not work anymore. So I just, <laughs> so I just don't buy them. <laughs> See, the thing is, so with if we take like a box of celebrations or whatever as an example, what we tend to do, and I do this with Lindor, bloody love Lindor, but what I te- what you tend to do is you'll take the box into the lounge and you'll eat them whilst you're watching TV. The box is there before you know it. It's a box full of wrappers and you think, Jesus, where have they all gone? Because actually, don't get that many in there. Um, <laughs> either that or I just eat a lot of them, which is probably the truth. Um, and the easiest thing to say the easiest, but if, you, if you're going to have them in the house, because let's say you've got kids or you've got family coming over or whatever it is, and you're going to have the chocolates in the house, which at Christmas you probably are. Another way of doing it, don't take the whole box into the lounge, put some in a bowl and take because then you're almost controlling the amount you're taking to because you, you're going to be eating them mindlessly let's be honest there's so right, you're plaiting your round it probably distracted me there um, <laughs> but you, you chances are you're going to be eating them mindless mindlessly and, if, and perhaps now is the time to start working on mindful eating and to start thinking about things like that but if you're not going to do that and you are going to eat them mindlessly that's okay but have a portion with you rather than taking the whole kind of box because it's going to make it much easier to not I mean, you're probably going to go back and get more but at least you've got some neating going from the lounge to the kitchen to be realistic so I think I uh, it's hard isn't it because I've got two clients at the moment who both have very similar mindsets in the evening so they will go and at the moment their go-to chocolates are um you know those single twirls and the other person is freddo's so rather than going to the fridge so they keep them in the fridge because neither of them actually like cold chocolate right i don't like cold chocolate either so if i was going to have chocolate i wouldn't keep it in the fridge but in order to make it less tempting for them they keep it in the fridge so they have twirl and then a freddo and rather than to start with rather than just going and getting one and coming back back into the lounge or outside or wherever they were they would go and get three or four at a time knowing they're going to sit down and then eat three or four at a time so exactly like you said it defeats the object so take one because on your menu on your food plan on your whatever you set if you're using my fitness plan you're logging it beforehand you said that you're going to have one so go and have one and then see how you feel wait 10 minutes and then if you want to go and get another one and you've thought about it and you know the consequences and you know, I say consequences, it's only a bloody Freddo. And you know <laughs> how you're going to feel afterwards. You know what impact it's going to have on your calories. Then go and get another one and enjoy it. But you don't need four. You don't need two. You don't need one. But if you want one, then go and have one. Yeah. And and that's where that permission to eat what you want comes in handy. Because if you've got this mindset of, I've got to eat it now because once it hits January, I'm, I'm not going to be able to eat it again for another six months. You're more likely to then overeat. And there's so much we can do about that. And to be honest, we'll probably end up doing a podcast in January about that anyway. Um, because. And also, do you want to be like where you are now? We've got 90 days. If you're listening to this raw and ready, fresh as we've released it, you've got 90 days until Christmas. Do you really want to approach Christmas with the same goals and approach January with the same goals that you started this year with, if you even bloody remember the goals that you started this year with. So once you've put, it's not too late effectively is what I'm trying to say. Once you've put healthy habits in place, you might naturally start losing weight anyway, but also 
your idea and concept around food, your vision of yourself, the way that you look at yourself, the way that you look at food is going to change so much, even in 90 days, that by January, actually, you might be able to set completely different goals that you cannot even envisage right now, because you're not in that mind space that you will be in three months time. Yeah, and you're going into January then so much further ahead. And you haven't got to start that oh it's January oh I need to lose weight again like yeah. you're already so much further ahead than what you would be had you just gone oh I'll wait till January and it's a bit like when we go oh I'll wait till Monday like why yeah if you start now even if it's not for the full three months you're still going to be further ahead than what you would have been had you waited yeah exactly and don't go into it with the perfectionist mindset which we all tend to do Every single day has to be amazing. I have to eat my calories every single day. You totally don't. In an ideal world, that would be amazing for for you, for your coach, if you're working with a coach. But let's be honest, it's not always going to happen that way. So go into it thinking and knowing that there will be hurdles, there will be challenges, there will be hiccups. But it's making sure that that challenge is just that singular day or that singular instance. And then you're straight back on it or you're straight back into your meal plan or you're away for the weekend. That's fine. Enjoy your weekend. You don't have to overindulge because you've given yourself permission to eat the food that you want to eat while you're away and then jump back straight back into it on Monday. But this is where willpower comes in. I don't know about you, Charlotte, but I don't promote willpower. I don't rely on willpower because it's not strong at all. I don't know why they've called it willpower. (laughs) Literally nothing powerful about it. It comes, it goes, it comes, it goes. Some days we wake up normally we will always wake up with like stack loads of willpower and as we go through the day it gets less and less and less and less I know I've spoken about the ticket thing before I'm pretty sure actually we've spoken about the ticket thing on one of our podcasts before um where every single day you wake up with I don't know 10 or 20 tickets depending on how you feel and then as you go through the day when you come across a market stall or when you go to work and they've got chocolates in front of you every single time you're using your tickets of willpower so when you get to the evening if you've come across loads of challenges that day then in the evening, you're going to have no tickets left. So you're probably going to eat the thing or drink the thing that you didn't want to when you first set out on that day. And that's where willpower fails us sometimes, or we feel as though willpower has failed us because we're relying on it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's like you never crave a Chinese in the morning at 7am <laughs> when you get up, because partly because it's it's a dinner thing, but you don't crave chocolate or whatever your kind of thing is you never normally crave that the minute you wake up it's when you've gone through the day your stress has increased your willpower has decreased and you've almost then got this imbalance and and that's why things like stress management and learning how to deal with that is really important because or like your sleep quality it's, it's all linked together it's not one singular thing but take willpower out of the equation because it's a bit like motivation in terms of it's never going to be there 24 7 and if we're relying on something that's not consistent well then it's no surprise that our results aren't consistent if if yeah. you know you're relying on something that isn't always going to be there yeah to- exactly you know what I couldn't have worded that better I reckon that's genuinely that's that's a really really good way to look at it I think seeing it relating it to your results and knowing that your willpower if you're relying on willpower to get your results you're never going to get your results because willpower genuinely no matter who you are is not always going to be there so you're not going to see your results and maybe actually that's a light bulb moment for you and you've just been like shit you know what that's maybe why I'm not achieving my results maybe that's the reason 
And it might be, it might be the fact that you haven't found the right nutrition plan for you, you haven't found the right diet, you haven't found something that works, but actually it might be the fact that you're relying on that too much and you're not looking at the big picture. You're not looking at how much sleep have you had and actually on days where you've had less sleep or your child's been awake or you've got a new cat or a new puppy and actually they've kept you awake. And then the following day, you've eaten really badly in your opinion, it's probably all related. It is a hundred percent all related. So yeah. yeah, I think it's not just looking at the singular instance, not just looking at it's September, I should be really motivated. It's October, I should be really motivated. Or it's December, nah, I'm gonna give myself a month's leeway because you know December's a really busy month. But you've got seven big events in December. Well, there's 31 days in December. So you've got seven big events amazing have an awesome time but what are you doing my master's rubbish on the other 20 something something (laughs) less than that 20 something days um what are you doing on them days are you being active are you being overly active to account for the food that you're indulging on on those seven days and the drinks that you're indulging on so it's a big picture it's not just that singular instance yeah and also like if you can start these habits on one of the busiest months or some of the busiest months in the year, if you can still do those habits around those events you've got planned, then I tell you what, the following year is going to be so much easier because you've learned to adapt those habits when you're busy. And it's not like you're going to have a year. Like 2023 is not going to be completely stress-free, no events. I can do everything hundred percent perfectly. Like, it's going to teach you to not have that all on a think mindset and to learn to adapt your habits so that you can still reach your goal. So actually, if you think about it that way, it's probably the best time for you to start learning these habits and ingraining them into your life. I don't know if it's because I'm really stubborn, but if I reflect and look back on this time of year, every single year for the last five or six years, I am always the most fittest, the most strongest, and I have the least body fat Mm. between now and January. So I don't know if it's because we put in our minds, I put in my mind, this is the most challenging time of year. So I'm like, right. (laughs) Someone is telling me it's the most challenging time of year to go on diet. Tell you what, (laughs) I'm going to bloody smash it. So it's literally just, clocked to me as we've been having this conversation and I because my birthday as I've mentioned is December note taken um (laughs) and and I always feel really good on my birthday so I don't know whether it's because I know that I've got that event coming up or what the situation is don't look at me this year I'm probably going to be the biggest I have been no I'm messing (laughs) but um (laughs) but genuinely this time of year maybe it's because I am quite headstrong and people tell me this is a challenging time of year. And so I'm like, right. So if you're that type of person, then use this as the opportunity to poo-poo all those people and to go, do you know what? Actually, you watch me. You watch what I'm about to achieve. Yeah. I think it just shows, doesn't it, that sometimes it's something someone says just gives you that light bulb. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's funny how for you, because this time of year is normally when people find it the most challenging because there's more comfort food, it's darker nights. So it's funny for you that actually it's the other way around. Mm. Um, but no, that's really interesting. So we've kind of gone off in a few different 
topics, tangents, all of that sort of stuff. But if there's anything that you need help with when it comes to where to start or something you're struggling with, then feel free to pop me or Michelle a message. And um, where can people pop your message and find you, Michelle, if they want to know more? So on Instagram at Michelle underscore motivates underscore. And I am on Instagram at, at Collective Health UK. So we will be back very soon with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for watching and we will catch you on the next one.